I'm Maida Getman, and welcome to Infertility Crossroads. I'm a mom to donor-conceived twins, and I went through eight rounds of fertility treatment before finally becoming pregnant with my two girls. I'm also a donor conception coach and founder of The Donor Downlow, a self-paced online program for people who are at the crossroads of donor conception and wondering which path is right for them. Perhaps you're like me, you thought having a baby would be easy, yet here you are every day, week, and month having to make big, scary, and radical decisions about what your future might look like. I call it the infertility crossroads. Whether you're just getting started on your fertility journey, have been trying for years, or are headed down an alternative path, you are welcome here. Join me each week where I will walk alongside you through all the infertility crossroads. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Infertility Crossroads. I'm your host, Maida Getman. And today we're going to be talking about loss and grief. And the reason why I want to talk about that is October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. And so I wanted to talk about and share my own story around loss and grief related to uh, pregnancy and, and how that has impacted me. So like I mentioned, October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. Tens of thousands of families face pregnancy and infant loss each year. And if you are one of those people, it's devastating. In fact, one out of every four pregnancies ends in miscarriage and one in every 160 pregnancies ends in stillbirth. This is not something that is happening infrequently. It's actually something that happens fairly frequently and it's something that we don't talk about. So having an awareness month where we are able to talk about these things, I think is so incredibly important. I also want to say that for a long time, I thought only miscarriage, stillbirth, or a baby dying in the first year of their life, quote unquote, counted as something that could be shared and honored. But honestly, that's not true. Any pregnancy loss should be acknowledged and talked about. Because there's grief and loss with even a failed transfer, and the emotional toll that it takes on people can be incredibly difficult. I'm lucky to say that I haven't experienced a miscarriage or a stillbirth, but I've experienced my own losses. My story's a bit different, but hopefully it'll bring you some permission to grieve your own losses, especially if your story is more in line with how my experience has been. If you've been here for a while, you know that we did three IVF cycles using my own eggs before we moved to donor egg. For each of those transfers, we had three healthy dividing embryos. Three times I hoped beyond hope that the embryos would keep dividing and they would stick with me. Three times I started dreaming of who those embryos would turn into, what our life would look like the time of year they would be born, the excitement of telling our friends and family that it had finally worked. The first time I went in for my beta or the blood test to check to see if your HCG is rising, which would indicate that you were pregnant, I was so confident. How could this not work? IVF works. I waited until mid-afternoon for the call, and when she said I wasn't pregnant, I was crushed. 
I sobbed. How is this possible? All the things that I had been thinking about, dreaming about, planning, gone. The second time was a little different. The second transfer, I started spotting the day before I was supposed to go in for the blood test. My period came full-blown that morning. I even called the clinic to say, I got my period, I don't need to come in for my beta, and they still had me come in just to make sure. Honestly, I'm not sure what was worse, being hopeful the first time and being completely crushed or having to drag myself to the clinic just to have a needle stuck in my arm to tell me something I already knew. I cried the whole entire day, and when my doctor called me, I cried some more because she didn't tell me something I didn't already know. It was awful. The third time, I honestly didn't know what to expect. The third time I didn't spot, I was hopeful, but I also knew it was my last try before we moved on to other options. I had more knowledge this time of what was happening to our embryos. I honestly was more jaded. I was a lot less naive of the outcome. And just like every other two-week wait, this wait was an emotional roller coaster. From, I don't know if this is going to work, to, this has to work, of course this is going to work, to, well, what if this doesn't work? This is our last try. The call came in, and again, negative. Again, sobbing. Again, feeling so incredibly broken. I kind of grieved each of these losses, but honestly, I didn't fully allow myself to feel the pain. I didn't give myself the freedom or the credit to acknowledge that I had lost something huge with each of these failed transfers. It was the loss of what I had hoped for these embryos, the plans I had made in my head about who these embryos would be, the vision I had in my head of what the next holidays were going to look like or how our life was going to look going forward. It wasn't just the pain of another failed cycle. It was the loss of all of those hopes and dreams that I had been carrying. I also didn't give myself a lot of space to feel the pain because in all honesty, I felt like I didn't have permission to do that. It might seem weird, but the way society sees things, I didn't lose a baby. I didn't lose a loved one that was tangible to others. It almost felt like my pain and loss didn't matter because it wasn't something others knew or felt, and others hadn't really talked to me about it, so I felt incredibly alone. If you are feeling this same thing, here's what I want you to know. Number one, your pain and loss, no matter how early on in the infertility process it is, is valid. It is real, and it is something that you just have to walk through. If you don't grieve it now, you will grieve it at some point. And just because you didn't lose a child, a human, something that most people would understand, does not mean that you didn't lose something incredibly important to you. It doesn't mean you didn't lose your hopes, dreams, and excitement of what that embryo could have been. That is loss, and you deserve to feel the deep, deep loss that comes with that. Number two, other people don't get to tell you how you feel. No one gets to tell you how you feel. And feelings are just that. They're feelings. Feelings are energy that come and go. 
When we get a feeling and we trap it inside us, we push it down and we try to ignore it, it gets stuck and it builds and it becomes bigger and bigger until it has to get out somehow. And that coming out of that feeling could be lashing out at someone you love, having a meltdown at the grocery store, or performing poorly at work, to name a few examples. If you ignore these feelings, eventually they will impact you. If you give yourself the opportunity to pause, to acknowledge your feelings, or if you're in a place where you can't in that moment but to come back to it, you release the energy that the feeling brought by allowing it to flow in, take up a little bit of space, and then flow out. It doesn't mean that the feelings aren't real, and it doesn't mean that it isn't painful, and it for sure doesn't mean it's going to solve all your problems, but allowing your feelings to move freely helps you move through them. And number three, whether you've had a failed cycle after a failed cycle after a failed cycle, a chemical pregnancy, a blighted ovum, an atopic pregnancy, a molar pregnancy, a miscarriage, a missed miscarriage, a stillbirth, an infant loss, a terminated pregnancy for medical reasons, or any other loss that I didn't mention, because there are a lot of them. I want you to know that I honor you this month and everything that you've lost, and that we can think about those children who are not here with us but are still part of our families and our lives every single day. If you have experienced a pregnancy or an infant loss, there are lots of resources available to you, and I've linked some of those resources in the show notes for you to check out. As we close out October and we close out Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month, know that you are not alone if you have experienced a loss. Know that it is okay to be sad and to grieve. And know that it is okay to feel how you are feeling. That is it for me today. Thank you for being here. I will see you next time on Infertility Crossroads. Before you go, I have a few things I want to share with you. Continue the conversation with me on my Instagram page, at Maida Getman. I love connecting with people, and I would love for you to join me there, at M-E-T-A-G-E-T-M-A-N on Instagram. If you just learned that using a donor might be your path to becoming a parent, or if you have an inkling that donor conception is the path for you, head to my website, www.medagetman.com slash podcast and download my free PDF donor decision guide. This resource is packed full of questions to consider if you are even thinking about using a donor. That's metagetman.com slash podcast. Lastly, I am not a doctor, a psychologist, a nutritionist, or a professional in the area of fertility. I am a person who has gone through infertility, has learned a lot along the way, and wants to share my learnings with you. Please do not substitute what you hear on the show for professional advice. That's what the pros are for. If you want to learn more about my terms and conditions, go to my website, MaidaGetman.com.